You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, that's right. Tom Izzo calls for a podcast. We do a podcast. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I was uh, in the WFAN bathrooms before. I'm sorry uh, to hear that. No, just peeing. Just peeing. I haven't done a, I was going to say I haven't done number two here since I came back last April, but that's not true. All right. I did have a couple uh, once or twice where my body. Uh, it was Betray- time. My body betrayed me. Listen, when you when you're waiting in four or five days in between, you gotta go and you gotta go. Yes, and that's true. I'm, I'm back to that, unfortunately. But I was in there, and there was a gentleman uh, from the um, uh, what, what do you call the like the maintenance department? He was uh, the maintenance department. Yeah, I think so. He was like <laughs> uh, he was he was attaching the soaps. Yeah, you know the when you go to the sinks these days, the automatic soap is the soap itself is under the sink, mm-hmm. and he was under there putting in the the things. Did you say while well, you're down there? <laughs> I did not. But when I saw him and, and he popped back up, I said, "I, I said, oh, how, how you doing?" He goes, "Good." He goes, "Uh, Mr. Boomer has requested more soap in here, so I'm fixing this for Mr. Boomer." Okay. I was like, "Wow, that's Boomer getting stuff done." That Boomer's getting stuff done. How about that? Everyone wants to please Boomer, right? Yeah. Like Boomer's even the that, man. Even the guy, the maintenance guy. Boomer's. I'm sure Boomer asked nicely. Hey, when we get some some soaps up, in I here. would almost guarantee he asked nicely. Oh, very nicely. And Boomer is the guy. He is. He he asked very nicely. Yes. I have a couple items here for you, Jerry. I hope so because we just started. <laughs> well, and uh, up next is the warm up program. <laughs> no, no, wait a second. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Not that. Nope, 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 nope. All right, Jerry. Here is a. Uh, here's the headline. A woman hunting for a mystery man whose name she had tattooed on her butt 10 years ago. A British woman's trying to track down a man whose name she spontaneously tattooed on her butt during a girl's trip back in 2012. Oh, so she didn't... Okay, I gotcha. Uh, Her name is Kaylee. She's 32 now, but 10 years ago, she was 22, Jerry. That's how I did the math on that one. And she was on vacation with four of her girlfriends in Spain when she met a mystery man and his friends on a wild night out. The man offered to pay her $33 if she would tattoo his name, Daniel Ford, on her butt. She agreed. She was drunk. She said, quote, I'm a bit of a party animal. I was having fun time with my friends. This guy who I got chatting to in the group said, why don't you have my name tattooed on you and I will pay for it. At first, I thought he was joking, but I did it, and he paid for it. It was so random. You have any names tattooed on your ass? I don't. 
no names on my butt. Not Boomer? Uh, no. Everybody wants to please him. That is true. If he demanded it, I guess I would do it. Oh, really? She woke up uh, the next morning with a bad hangover and Daniel Ford on her butt, but he was nowhere to be found. <laughs> How about this? She flew back to the UK where she lives and says her then-boyfriend didn't oh. mind she had another man's name no on her way. butt. I don't believe that. Quote, he just kind of laughed it off. Yeah, sure. She's now a mom, Jerry. She has no regrets about getting the man's name on her butt. However, she has been thinking about him and is eager to reunite with him. So she's not married? Well, let's see. Ten years on, I am thinking I should try and find him. It is his name on my bum, after all, she said. She has started a social media search to find the man who is a Welshman. Where's that? What if you're a Welshman? Where is that? Washington. No, not <laughs> Welsh. Oh, not, not Washington. Oh, Wash- uh, okay. I don't know Denmark. Uh, no that's idea. a good question. She recently sent Where's a Facebook any? message to a man with the same name. Yeah, because there's only one Daniel Ford. Right. <laughs> Come on. She did not divulge if she's currently single or married. Maybe she has a romantic interest in this Daniel Ford. I hope they connect, Jerry. I don't care. Do you ever? I hope ever, they're lovers. You know what makes me? What makes me think of is what tattoo artists see. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like she took her pants off. Yeah, took whatever she was wearing under there, if anything, off, and just laid on this guy's table, and he tattooed her ass. When you say under there, do you mean her panties? Yeah, I don't like the word, but yes. Yeah, they must see a lot of wild stuff. Yes. Because a lot of women get stuff tattooed next to their vagina. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess you can keep something covered up, but... Yeah, I wonder how they do that. How do you think they do it? Well, they must put some sort of uh, sheet. they see a lot. Oh, yeah. They also see man penis. A hundred percent. When they're tattooing. I tell you, the one time on Ron and Fez, one night we had listeners... I mean, think about it. What's so funny is like thinking back then, it was the same company. Well, I mean, it's not. it was not an Odyssey company at the time. Yeah. Back then, it was Infinity Broadcasting. And they would allow us, Ron and Fez at night on NEW, we had a tattoo and piercing artist come in. And we just told the listeners, if they wanted something pierced, show up. Yeah. Now we there's were, 17 lawyers that would be attached to that. We were piercing tongues. I had to hold the microphone while a man had his had a Prince Albert put on. What's that? That is a a hook piercing, like a um, looks like a hoop earring. Yeah, but it goes in the urethra and out the bottom Dude, of the head. Come on, and it's a ring. And oh, and I God. had and I had to be down near there holding the mic. You're kidding me. And it popped like when the yeah. Did he scream? No. Oh, it's uh, insane, Jerry. It's insane. Yeah, these some of these guys are nuts. And the girls that got the tongue tattoos, that pops really loud when the when it penetrates the tongue. Do they numb the tongue? I don't think so. No, they 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 clasp it, and then that and then the clasp has an opening in it, and they stick a spike in it first, and then oh. Yeah, very gross. Uh, yeah, not for me, man. Very gross, Jerry. But th- but like the business. Everything has changed. Our business, you mean? We can yeah. no longer just randomly tattoo. Well, I gotta tell you, different things. It seemed crazy back then, but to the listener, like it was fun. But I know, to me as an employee, I was like, they they don't care that we're 
piercing people? I guess not. Guess we didn't care. Guess you got away with it. I was also Stern had, still at K Rock at that point. Uh, he was, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was the least of their worries, right? Honestly, we worried about we got Howard doing this, or we got some guy, you know, piercing a tongue. We'll worry about Howard, right? You know, just do us a favor. Don't kill anybody. Yes, don't get anybody murdered. Please. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. That doesn't surprise me. But that's not that long ago, and yet radio acts like that feel like it's when I was a kid. Do you think tattoo parlors and tattoo artists, if someone came in drunk yeah, and asked for a tattoo, would you give them one? I think most people, no, I shouldn't say most, but I think a lot of people go in drunk to get the tattoo. Cause being, I think a lot of people get drunk to get the tattoo because they're worried about the pain, if it's going to hurt, what it feels like, how long is it going to take. So I know I me and my wife have said a couple of times we should go out and have some drinks and go get tattoos, and we've never done it. But that would be... So I think they still do it. Now, I one thing to be tipsy, fun, and completely inebriated. I mean, that's right. a different. I, I wonder if like somebody rolled into a tattoo parlor, like uh, like this woman did these uh, t- uh, ten years ago. You yeah. rolled in with somebody, and now the tattoo artist doesn't know that whether you're a couple or not, and they're both drunk. And she goes, "I'm going to get his name tattooed on my butt. We just met." Do you think the tattoo artist would say, yeah, you want to think this one oh, I think they might say something like that. Yeah. But at the end of the All day, right. yeah, right. if you want to do it, it's 50 bucks. Right. Okay, here's the money. Okay, roll over, take your pants down. I wonder if you could sue a tattoo artist for that. I feel like you could sue anybody for anything. I now. Bet, I, again, I don't have tattoos. I've never been to one. I would think, though, you're signing something. Oh, that's probably true. I would Good think point. you've got to sign something. You know this is permanent. Yeah, because otherwise... They got to protect themselves somehow. That's true. Because, and I know some of them might be made up, but you know, there's a lot of regretful tattoos. Oh yes. So I would think that they have some protection. They have to. They have to. Otherwise, the business would shut down. I regret getting thug life on my stomach. Is that true? Yeah. I thought that was your tramp stamp. (laughs) How about those? Those are a really hot item. I still like those. Me too. Always have. I I don't like the. I don't like the term tramp stamp. It's just. People know what you're talking about when you say it. Yes. I love a tattoo, though. I think Me it's true on a, on a it's woman. sexy. It is. I, I'm with you. 100%. Totally I like agree. a couple tattoos on a woman. I like the tramp stamp area. Yep. I don't mind like an ankle, small ankle the tattoo. Fine. Yeah. Even the back of the neck. Yeah, that's okay. That's cool. Is that where you're going to get yours? Back of the neck? Yeah. yeah. Little stars underneath. Yeah, the man. Ears. You should tattoo your forehead. You're bald. <laughs> That would look strange. Put a big star on your on your. Why don't head. I tattoo like the side of like treat my head like a Dallas Cowboy helmet? Put a star on <laughs> now each that side. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> would that be your wild? Head gray with the blue star. That would, could you imagine the day you came to work like that? My Cowboy stars Holy on my helmets. Crap, that would be funny. Or have the Jet logo on one side, the New York Giants logo on the other for or WFAN. all seventeen teams you root for. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a lot of <laughs> tattoos. Yeah. I always wonder how people pick a tattoo artist. It has to be I, recommendation, right? I was right? going to say, like, anything they do, it's by recommendation or review. I don't think you do anything today, in today's day and age, without having someone that's going to back the person doing the work for you, or at least recommend them. All right, but when you're first opening a tattoo parlor, you're just getting there, like... Yeah, but even... You, yes, but even when you open up a tattoo parlor, you, I think, even, like... Um, Hair salons yeah. and hair artists. I don't even know what you call hair them. Hair artists. Yeah, what's the word? Um, 
I think you still have to do certain work on people as you're getting your license. Pro bono. Yeah. So you'll have samples to show people to recommend and you just kind of start networking out. If I were to get a tattoo, I would probably go to, I think it would be cool to get a tattoo in Asbury Park. Okay. For me, because I think that's a cool town. Like, I wouldn't go Bradley Beach. you have Asbury Park on your ass? No. No, but I just think it would be cool to say. Greetings from Asbury Park. (laughs) Greetings to my butt. (laughs) Greetings on your left cheek from Asbury Park on your right cheek. My butt would like to wish you greetings from Asbury Park. Can you imagine Gina's face the first time she saw you? <laughs> you did that to tell her. Oh, I got greetings from Asbury Park on my butt cheeks. Tattooed. Permanent. These are permanent. <laughs> you ever get a henna tattoo, Jerry? What's that? That's like the... the They're, they're uh, temporary, but they're very intricate See, now that seems fun. That they do on the islands and things. Now, this, now this is an idea. Yeah. One of those types of tattoos with yes. the helmet on your head. Yes. And then come into work. I don't know. I think it takes a while for them to fade. I mean, they do fade. You've got time. <laughs> Jerry, who has time for that? <laughs> you. Oh. You are the you are the perfect candidate for it. Yeah. Get it done on Friday. Right. And then I come in on Monday morning. With my Dallas Cowboy helmet tattoo. You, um, you'd go viral. You know there are people that go to Dallas Cowboy games that actually have a star tattooed on their head. 100%. Maybe. It's possible. I guarantee there's somebody. I guarantee they have the star on their neck. Yeah. No question. Forearm all over the place. The head, probably. There's so many bald guys now. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me. I can see. I'll, if I ever get the chance to go back into a game, I will take a look. I will seek out the guy that's got the tattooed star on his head. There's a truck. You used to have a white truck, didn't you? Yeah. There's a white truck in in town mm-hmm. that has a Dallas Cowboy star on it. Like I did? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And I wonder if that's your truck. Uh, it could be. I traded it in in, uh, what in Lakewood. Of, what kind of truck was Chevy it? Chevy Colorado. I'll take a look next time I mm-hmm. see it. And I and like I said, I traded it in down south. Yeah. It's possible. And that I don't know that possible. I... Well, I would think if they sold it, though, they took that sticker off. Yeah. Because they got to clean it, and right. there's no way that they sold it with the sticker on it. But that you never know. It's I'm going to look for it. So good luck to this British woman, Kaylee Williams, and her finding Daniel Ford. All right. I hope love blossoms. Wouldn't that be cool if she actually finds him? Yeah. They actually fall in love, and he has something to do with the Ford company? That'd be wild. Like he's an heir. Or he has a tattoo of her name on his butt. Could be. Like he missed her after they split apart, went their separate ways, and he's been longing for her and put a tattoo on his butt cheek. Or maybe he like had her name written in script around his nipples. Write something. Haley on one. What was her last name? You forgot already? Her name was uh, Kaylee Williams. Kaylee Williams. There you go. Kaylee on one nipple, Williams around the Here's other. Here's what she looks like, Jerry. She's oh, and there's the... Wow, she actually took a photo of butt. the name on her, yeah. on her butt. Oh, yes. She, she looks like a party girl still, Jerry. She's 32. She, oh. Yeah, I mean, she is. Seems old. She. How old are you? I'm 52. Right. She's doing well. I'm 20 you years could be her, her senior. Dad. I'm 20 years her senior, yes. Jerry. How about this one? A uh, A nurse, Jerry. Took to which uh, TikTok? She posted a TikTok video. She's a nurse at. Uh, well, this is going to be sad news, but kind of. I mean, I'm not trying to bum people out. I want this to be a positive, Jerry. This is a uh, tick. A nurse who went on TikTok. She's a hospice nurse, so that's the nurses that are with people as that they're. Is sad. She's trying to ease them into dying. Yeah. 
she made a TikTok video of the top five regrets that people have before they die. She speaks to, to sure. people. So she says the top five regrets people confessed to when dying. Most people at the end of their lives have regrets about not appreciating their health. Yeah. What I, does that mean? means not taking their health seriously. It means being overweight, smoking, drinking too much. Oh, okay. Not eating right. Just, you know, shoving Doritos down your throat every day. And, and, and really ending their life prematurely. Okay, so if they didn't take their health seriously. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, not appreciating being alive, the little things. Agreed Working their life away. We hear that one a lot. Yeah. And That's, not spending more time with family. That is why I, you know, people have said to me, I've been, you know, doing this a long time. Yeah. I To me, as much as I like the job, I also, the hours are so good in terms of me being able to raise my kids. Yes. I've spent so much time with my two boys, and I've thought in the past, you know, should I look to do something else and move on? Has this gotten stale? You know, whatever. And I come back to the same thing. It's everything's too good. And I don't, I don't, and people can say I work too much. Maybe. But I promise you, I spend a lot more time with my kids than most parents do. That one about working too much is a weird one to me because you want to, be successful in life and provide and provide and that requires going to work it does but i think what you run into are people and i have friends like this uh one in particular who does very well never home out at 6 a.m home at 7 p.m misses most of his kids games travels on weekends sometimes and there are i mean you can make the case knowing him as well as i do there are some months He's home and sees his kids just a few hours a week. Yeah, that's too much. That's working too much. But I think there are a lot of people that will take overtime anytime they can get it because it does. It helps the house and everything, but you could be working 18 hours a day. You leave, everybody's sleeping. You come home, everybody's sleeping. Right. There is always a fine line between... Uh, not chasing having, every dollar. Yeah, not chasing every dollar. Having enough to provide and have a nice life, but not chasing every dollar. Correct. That's from Jerry and I. We're not even hospice nurses. We are not. What are a couple others? Let's see. She's learned uh, to be in the moment, live presently, be grateful, don't take for granted your health and the little things about life. Don't worry your life away if you don't have to. Ow. Spend time with those you love. Not necessarily family. Good. Your dog. You're good. But those you love and make you feel loved. Whimsy. She does make So stop feel worrying loved. and spend more time with your dog. <laughs> I spend plenty of time with this dog, Jerry. <laughs> stop worrying. Stop having regrets, Al. So that's her inspirational mes message, Jerry. Live. She would know. She sees it. Live. You think people at the end of life are, especially, I don't mean people that at our age, I don't mean people that die prematurely. I don't mean people that have heart attacks and strokes and stuff like that. Someone that's led a, lived a, you know, 82 years old, whatever, and their, fa their, their health is failing at the end. Do you think there's a sense of, you know what, it's been good? Yes, I do think some people have that. Yeah, I do too. And yet I think there, there are also people that are like, fight, I'm not yes. ready. I think you might go through both things. So when you're declining, you might go, ah, it's good enough. I have. And then when you know it's inevitable, then you're like, hmm, maybe I... Maybe steal a few more days. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. It's a terrible thought, though. I'll probably look back, Jerry, and say, I wish I was on Twitter more.
And just if I could have read one more post. <laughs> or maybe one book. <laughs> <laughs> I read Howard Stern's Private Parts in 1997. <laughs> so I did read a book, Jerry. That's funny. If I could just have looked at more YouTube videos. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> something. Waste more time watching TV. If I could have just watched more television programs, more Netflix, more series, Jerry, more movies. <laughs> Stop it, Al. You're making me vomit. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up show. If All I right. could have just done one more warm-up show, Jerry. Just one more. To hug that microphone. Do you think we'll know when our last warm-up show happens? Or do you think we no. do it, we work, and then we're called to the That's office how it say, works. you yeah. guys have been fired? Yes. So you think they'll let us come in and work, get another day out of us, yeah. and get out? That's how- <laughs> you, you always, in this business, you always get let go. After a shift. Or before. Uh, yeah, that'd be a rough one. Don't make me get up in the morning and come in. Well, that's happened, though. Yeah, that has happened. It does happen. I'm going to live forever, Jerry. <laughs> the warm-up show is next. We'll see you tomorrow. And then it's gone. <laughs> uh, quickly, guys. Won't see you tomorrow. Uh, come see me. We will see you tomorrow, Jerry. Yes. Well, we think. 5 a.m. I don't see Spike out there right now. So I think oh, we're okay. I'm sure. <laughs> we are good, Jerry. Jerry, we're, we got a 100 share. Who would who wouldn't want this on the radio? That's true. So, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So, whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Tailgate Rock, rock songs that will crank up the good times. Featuring songs from Van Halen, The White Stripes, Kid Rock, and more. Search for Tailgate Rock on the Odyssey app to listen. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Good morning to you, New York City. What is up? The Eddie Scazzeri, nice to see you, and always nice to see the guy across from me. His name is Al Josh Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. There's so much to unpack here today. I have a long show So sheet. much to unpack? Yeah, that's what the that's what I'm broadcast radio man. Say. Yeah. There's so much to unpack Lots on to unpack this busy here. Tuesday. Mm. But first, this from the White Stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I've got a by Normally, my show sheet, I'll be honest with you, some days it struggles to get to one full page. You know what I'm saying? Uh, other days, it's about a full page. Today, Jerry, there are one and a half pages of quality topics. Nice. Should be a nice, easy show. Quality topics for you, Jerry. First off, do you like that all these quarterbacks are kind of moving no, around? No, I don't. You don't? I don't like, I'm not a big fan, as a fan, Yeah. I don't like free agency. Now, if I was a player, I would love it. And if I'm a struggling team, I would love it because you can certainly get better quicker than you could have 30 years ago. And I get yeah. all that. But no, as a fan, I don't like it. I don't know what the hell I'm watching every year. Yeah. Who They're, are these guys? Like, I'm going to be like, oh, right. Like, when come September, Jerry, I'm going to be like, oh, right. Matt Ryan's on the Colts. Yeah, it's weird. Matt Ryan's a Falcon. And now he's going to, and, and you can make that case that, you know, at the end of a lot of careers, you know, yeah. Joe Namath and Sam. I get it that guys went and played in different places. I don't like it. I, I don't like. It. I remember. I remember when Troy Aikman was done with the Cowboys, and mostly because of concussions, if you remember. 
think it was LeVar Arrington that knocked him into tomorrow and that ended his career in, I think it was 99, I think, um, or 98, whatever. Point is, I remember he flirted with the Dolphins for a while. And there was a part of me as a Cowboy fan that wanted him to come back and play. But I remember thinking, I don't want to see him in a Dolphin uniform. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't want to see Emmett Smith in a Cardinals uniform. So, no, I I, I know it happens, but there not, certain, I don't care for it. Yeah, normally I'm against it, but it seems like there had been so many guys on the same team for a long time, Matt Ryan being one of them. Yeah. Let's change it up a little bit. Well, you're going to. You're going to change it up a lot. Let's get Matt Ryan out of there, out of Atlanta. Well, he's gone. So that's and then if you're a Falcons fan, you got Marcus Mariota. Good luck with that. Yeah, what? Well, uh-huh. Two like, years, huh? eighteen million dollars for Marcus Mariota. What? I don't know. I that don't know. guy's living it up. Although right now, if I was Marcus Mariota, no, he's got to go play. Right. If I'm Marcus Mariota, I'm like, what? Let me back up. Is where is he backing up? Uh, he was backing up Derek Carr. I think right? he was in Vegas, right? Yeah, Derek Carr. Yeah. I was gonna say backing up Ryan Tannehill. That was what he. I mean, imagine, the, look at the money Marcus Mariota's probably made in his career. What do you think it is? I bet you it's a lot. $36 million. I, think, I bet you he's made more than that. Oh, See. what a dream, Jerry, to be a backup. But then to be called up and be like, oh, yeah, now you're replacing Matt Ryan. You got to play every Sunday. Be like, what are you talking about? I'm a backup. Mm, I want to be a starter. Marcus Mariota has... I don't want to be a starter, Jerry. <laughs> That's you, of course. Let's see here. Especially uh, now. He's how many years out from, like, his college heyday? Long time now. It's a very good point. Nothing ever comes up easy. Why Jerry, is Jerry, nothing is easy in life, oh especially when it becomes from the Internet, every old pop-up ads. Now, the big question also, Jerry, while you look for Marcus Mariota's big-time cash, is where does this leave Mr. Baker Mayfield now? now Nowhere. The, now the Colts are off the table for him. Well, you could still say Carolina is still a viable option. Uh, the Falcons are still a viable option if they're not going to stick with Marcus Mariota as their starter. With this new contract, you think he'll be up to $42 million. $42 million. Correct. You're, you're right on it. Whoa. Yeah, not too Whoa. bad. Uh, so go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jerry. You're saying Baker Mayfield. Carolina maybe. Falcons maybe. Texans maybe. And the Seahawks maybe. Okay. That's your choices. They're your choices. Take it or leave it. None of them excite me. Now, for him, as long as you can go start somewhere, who cares? If you had to pick one of those, if you're Baker, so you're Baker Mayfield. That don't impress me much. Uh, Would you rather go Carolina, Falcons, Texans, Seahawks? Hmm, That's a good one. Probably the Seahawks because I got Pete Carroll there. That's but I think good. I'd rather live in Carolina. Yeah, me too. <laughs> i got to be honest. That's how I would do it. I know. Where's the I don't I don't know much about where the Panthers are they ready to win does Christian McCaffrey ever play I, I mean, don't know uh, what are they who knows but I would think Seattle because yeah, clearly right. they need a quarterback you're right what about Texans have all those draft picks now true plus you could go stick it to uh, you yeah, know the you got go- Lovey Smith. yeah I, I would I mean there's not teams. a terrible choice there's teams available not a bad choice all right so that'll be the next uh, domino to fall as they say yeah. That's, the quarterback. You would the, think. The quarterback unless, game of dominoes. Unless someone trades for, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, right. That's the other guy. Could happen. I don't They've think They've been it trying will, to ditch Jimmy Garoppolo for years. And all he does is win, 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 win. no matter what. I'd be yeah. like, dude, I took you into the – how deep did they go in the playoffs? Were they in the championship game? Do you think I remember? That was two months ago. It's only two months ago. <laughs> yes. They were. Isn't like, that amazing, I would though? walk right into the front <laughs> office and go, you schmucks. And he took him, and he was in the Super Bowl. I was right. I'd be like, "Listen, where's the GM schmucks around here?" Because I was in the championship game last year, and I no, was they, he, in the, they weren't. I was in a playoff game last year, 
And I was in the Super Bowl previously. No, they were. Buster I was Rams. in the championship game last year. I'd be like, you know what, though? Give me a contract. I want big money. He's made $74 million. He's fine. <laughs> well, maybe he doesn't want to play. <laughs> he, makes, he made $24 million in 2021. Yeah. So I don't know what his deal. I don't. I got to check. I'm not even sure if he's got a deal for this year. He must. I don't know. But he got a. Wow. His last contract was five years, one thirty-seven. Wow. I just said it the other day. You know, sometimes when you think of things when you're driving alone, when you're in the shower alone, when you're walking your dog alone, and I, I had a revelation the other day. I get so caught up in the athlete's money, and it angers me and frustrates me. I'm over it. Oh, it's about time. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about Over it. it. I'm it's not even interested is. in talking about it. It's what it is. Like when I hear Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't mean anything. It's Monopoly that, money. All I care is Aaron Rodgers is on the Packers. I don't care how much it is. It's not your problem. It's not my problem, Jerry. You're not buying tickets in Green Bay. What do you care? Jerry, I'm going to focus on me. What are the things I can control? Go get the beads and calm your ass down. And what are the things I cannot control? And I can't control. Listen. If the owners didn't have the money, they wouldn't give the money. Ah, interesting. Finally, I'm coming around that? to that. There you go. Jerry, one of the biggest stories yesterday, which was very interesting, is the new Jets tight end, C.J. Uzama. Did I nail that Pretty close, yeah. yeah. He had to come out and deny rumors that he took and wanted to come to the Jets because he is dating NFL Network morning star... K. Adams. He had to come out and deny it. And then uh, said of his current girlfriend, my girl isn't the happiest about these accusations. Would you be? No. Right. He's got a girl, Jerry. And now all of a sudden there's a... K. Adams did not address the situation. Is there proof of this? No, there's no proof. Where are the rumors? Well, the, he Who had started a, them. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm wondering where did, I'm not sure, where did it start? But he had to come out. Probably because his girl probably said to him, you get out there on your social media and you say you are not dating Kay Adams. Have yeah. you ever heard her link to anybody? No. Me neither. I have not. She does a good job, though. I can tell you that. She should be dating some sort of big male celebrity. Maybe she, you know, now that you say that. I'll use. <laughs> he's, I thought you were spoken for. Aren't you? Gina's very lucky. Oh, yeah. I'd be. Uh, <laughs> The first thing that pops up, Cam's yeah. dating Danny Amendola. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. That yeah. was as of last year. I yeah. don't know if that is true. Interesting. So there you have it. I think she's got to come out this morning on Football Morning she in America have to do anything. and just deny, deny, deny. No, you don't. Why lend credence to it? Because poor uh, CJ Uzama's uh, girlfriend is like, what is going on? No, if it's if it's nonsensual, who cares? You let it go? Yeah. 100%. Okay. And where's so the source again? I don't remember who the source is. If the source was Peter King. Peter King? That'd be great. If then you've got something to say. That'd be great if Peter King went all like page six NFL news and just started well, doing and in that case, rumors. You better say something. But if it comes from, you know, Peter Schmuckface123 on Twitter, yep. who cares? He's breaking news, Jerry. Who Peter Schmuckface123. Please. Block him, mute him, just move on. So you're, you're not giving any credence to these rumors. I don't know where it came from. Right. Nor do I care. Me neither. That's I didn't their care. Their personal life. As soon don't as I, care. As soon as I saw his girlfriend was mad, though, I was like, "That's interesting." Show sheet. You like to Put see people's right misery. Drop that right on the show sheet, right. Jerry. You know how many people I've asked? Well, never mind. He never. probably had to tell his uh, girlfriend. Listen, we're in New York now. 
No one cares about our personal lives when we're living in Cincinnati. But now that we're in New York. And by, by the way, start losing. They're ooh. really going to care. They got nothing, we got nothing else to complain about. <laughs> right. We need to know what's going on in people's yeah. lives. I do, at least, Jerry. I'm very nosy. Remember, he was gonna, he's going to walk around like Hamilton if they win. If they lose, uh-oh. Yeah. If you lose, you're in trouble. Not going to go well Although they're playing the quarterback mostly. Yes, but you can be a big-time bust. You know, if he has nine catches next year in 17 games, yeah. he'll get attacked. Yeah, we need to see him scoring touchdowns, Jerry. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. I also see the Giants have signed former Bills running back Matt Breida. You like that? Don't care. It's a nothing You like signing. that, Jerry? Oh, like yeah. that? Like that? It's a, it's it's a nothing signing? That's, it's fine. I feel like I heard him getting the ball quite a bit in Buffalo. No? I guess. I, does this make the Giants a great team? It no. does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> no, it does not. I tweeted out yesterday, Jerry. Uh, is Brian Dayball aware that uh, there are other teams in the NFL besides the Bills that you could get players from? This guy's all he's getting. Is this is what guys do. Why? Why do you think Frank uh, Frank Reich went to Carson Wentz when he had a chance? Because he coached out? him because they're familiar with them. It didn't work out, and I How? don't know that it always works out. You could be familiar with somebody within having them in camp within a week. It's now you're easy, familiar. Though. It's easy. It's lazy. Um, She's lazy. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you can make that case, but I would tell you that most guys, not all, most people, if they've got a choice between person A or B, they know what they're getting from person A. I'm not really sure about B. Most, I think most times you rely back on what you know. I guess right. If it's a toss-up, yeah. you go, is Matt Breida any better or worse than this guy over right. here? I know Matt Breida. Yeah, and I think and if you, you look back at all the coaching moves in the last 10 years, I guarantee you at some point they've all gone back to someone they've prior uh, coached prior. Yeah, everybody started yelling at me and give me all examples of Bill Belichick, Bill yeah. Parcells, all the greats, Jerry. Bill, Bill Parcells is a great one. My God, his guys followed him from, you know, the Giants to the Patriots to the Jets to the Cowboys in some cases. It was nuts. But that's what you're familiar with. And that's what you do. Drew Bledsoe was a quarterback in Dallas, for God's sakes. That's a great point. Somebody so it's then, really not surprising. Somebody then asked me. Of course, I couldn't answer because I was I would hurt somebody's feelings. A guy asked if you were ch- changing to moving your radio mm-hmm. uh, career to, like, let's say Atlanta. Who yeah. would you bring from WFAN? With sure, you? I couldn't answer. Or that. would you? Or would I? Because bring that anyone? would be that's the equivalent. Would you go there and be like, mm, I'm done with those guys. Let's right. find some fresh talent. Fresh or meat. if you had an afternoon drive shift available, and let's say. Geo was available, or Craig was available, or Boomer was available. Like, would you immediately go right to them? I think you might. Hmm. That's I a great you might. Great point, Jerry. Yeah. So uh, they basically shut your face on Twitter? They did. <laughs> See, here's, sometimes it's useful. Here's what the shut your face was. One, Brian Dayball doesn't pick the players, you idiot, the GM does. <laughs> well, you know but he's what? from Buffalo, too. That's not fair because they're doing it together. Right. They is they, input. So, number one, that's bad. I don't agree Thank with you, that. Jerry. Thank you for defending me. Yeah. Yes, he has input. Plus the GMs from Buffalo. Right. Same thing. Number two. Second, all the examples throughout the years of uh, some of the all-time yes. greats doing it. This is what happens. For sure. And people call me an idiot. Have I never watched the NFL? <laughs> I watch the NFL. It's the, one thing, it's the one thing you do watch. I, exactly, Jerry. I do watch the NFL. You actually do sit on your couch... From 1 p.m. to 7. I'm not going to say the Sunday night game, but you're right. there 1 to 7, 1 to 7.30, 
With what's his name? Scott Hansen? Scott Hansen. And you're watching Red Zone for six and a half hours of commercial free, well, sort of commercial free football. Right. They sneak them in. They, they sneak, sneak them in, Jerry. commercials in now once in Not a while only on that, the right side of the screen. Then when Red Zone's over, I flip over to NFL Network. Chris Rose, I love when he does those Sunday night honest. highlights. Football junkie. I'm a football junkie. You're a football junkie. Jerry, when it's in your blood from all the, from the Sears catalogs and, and wearing all of the Sears NFL clothing and JCPenney. They both had NFL contracts. Yeah, yeah. I would wear all of the clothing. I was locked in back then. I'm locked in now. Do you have? Did you used to get out of the vending machines at the supermarket oh. when your mom was checking out the little uh, helmets? Helmets, hundred percent. How good? Did you ever have all of them? I did, but I I feel like I kind of you cheated, cheated in I the way it. I did it. So you didn't collect them all. You bought the or got the collection. Do you know that I the very first one I ever got out of the machine was a Dallas Cowboy helmet? I believe it. That was probably one of the most popular ones, I would think. But what I did was KB Toy used to sell the helmets with a pencil sharpener glued into it. Okay. So I would buy the ones I was missing and snap the pencil sharpener out of it. So that's how you made the collection. Yeah, that's that's how bad. I made the collection. That's better than buying the entire collection. Yeah, that's lazy. I didn't know. I don't think that was possible back then, oh, okay. buying the entire collection. Amazon didn't have it? There was no Amazon in 1978. <laughs> I have it. You bought entire, a collection? It was given to me as a gift. Oh. So there you have, there you have it. Yeah, and it came cool. with gold posts. Yeah. And, and you. And you yeah. yeah. Did was, either one of you guys have the kicker? That you'd smash yes. the head down, and then you get the goalpost. I did not have that. Really? One of the coolest things. I bought it for, my, for Matthew when he was like four. Yeah. I was like reliving my childhood, <laughs> kicking field goals all over the house. You I never ha- had that? No, I did have the electric football. Which never worked which properly. Which was just basically, you turn it on, it was like Brrr. 22 guys having seizures. Yeah, <laughs> just flying around. Now, you got even at this age, Eddie... When you're bored, you got to get the field goal kicker where you smash his head, the leg goes up, and it gives you a little rubber football and goalposts. So much fun. They also had the same company that made that football field goal kicker guy had a basketball guy. And yes. His, his hand was like this. I didn't this. like that as much. Yeah. We had that too. Didn't like that as much. That yeah. felt like they tried too hard. Right, because the, the, the rim and the net were hugely wide and the ball was small. Yeah. They really were trying to help you out. It was a bit much. Did you have Mr. Quarterback? Where you would, uh, this was for the lonely, for lonely kids. So I had one. It didn't work. It would. It was a machine. You would cock back the arm and put a football in it and then hit it. It would go tick, 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 tick. You'd run your pattern. Oh, that's and so it would... sad. <laughs> your parents got you that? They Maybe. should have bought you a friend. I had friends. Not clearly, not enough. But that thing used to throw the ball right into the dirt. That's sad. It was I'm like sorry a bad to hear that, Al. That's awful. No, I didn't Mr. have that. quarterback. I actually had friends. You did? I did. There were a whole bunch of them in the neighborhood that we hung out every day. I used them as a, It was like my jugs machine, Jerry. That was your friend. And my friend. <laughs> I called him Robert. <laughs> really? I thought it was Paul. <laughs> We've Paul learned. was a real person. After all these years, Paul was Mr. Quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> all right, quick break. 518. We got a lot to do because we got a page and a half on the show sheet. Then Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Jerry, this is new music from Death Leopard. Oh, God. Which is it's actually a good thing. Yes. <laughs> Normally, I'm no getting airplay. Satellite. Yeah, that's the problem. You know how, people, how many people are not going to hear this? I mean, well, honestly. Well, here's the other thing. Like, I know about this because of uh, Spotify recommended it. They're like, hey. So I the see- problem is you're open-minded about it. I'm not. I see new music from ACDC or Def Leppard. I say, good Lord. Well, here's the way I look at it. I like uh, new bumper music for the show. Sure. I like to, f- to keep it fresh. So I'm like, all ah, right, I'll take a list and see if it's uh, anything decent as far as yeah. an opening goes. So I click that. That has a rocking opening. And I was like, ah, let me see how this is what they sound like. And then legitimately, I listened to it one time. And you like it. And the, and during the day, I was humming the chorus. Look at you. It's you like, be a program director guys. picking the music. Look at these guys. I was listening to Luscious Jackson. Is that who that is? Remember that? One? Yeah, I know. Uh, they only had one song. I, I forget the name. What was their uh, song? I, it's the one popular one. Let me see, Jerry. That I yeah, heard got me yesterday. Luscious. This is so weird because I haven't heard this song in probably five years. Naked Eye. That's it. Can you pop I heard me up it, there, Eddie? Let me see. I heard it yesterday, like. and then I heard it again this morning. Like, come on, how does that come up? That's funny. In the naked eye, yeah. that one. Yes. And, and, and Lepresti embarrassed himself last week when you were asking him about a song. He's yeah. like, I have no idea. You were singing it just fine. I forget Thank what it was. Thank you, Jerry. You were. What happened I'm a to the terrific song? singer. That's it? I don't... Well, do you want more of it? Well, you didn't play any of it. The hook is for you. This takes me back to Pat This was like popular back then. When you were stocking shelves in the middle of the night. Yes, there's a reason why we had an answer. Because we used to, this is terrible on our part, but we used to stack the soup cans in the middle of the aisle and we would take cantaloupes and we would bowl. Bowling? Because <laughs> there were certain nights we knew our boss wasn't coming in until 1.30. So we would, by midnight, people filtered out because the place was open 24 hours. From 12 to 1, we would bowl with cantaloupe and soup cans. Oh, I see. So, yeah, that's an easy one. I'd heard uh, overnight people like that bowling with uh, turkeys and sodas, like uh, uh, two-liter bottles but of like, yeah, Coca-Cola. But if they explode, though. Yeah, then what do you do? Then, then you got to clean it up. You know what the worst, up. the worst aisles to do? Any idea? Well, mm. The best aisle was actually the soaps because it smelled lovely. Oh, right. The worst aisle. Women's products. No. Feminine hygiene. Frozen. Oh, because it's cold. You would freeze. It'd yeah. be in the middle of summer. You'd have to come in with like a winter coat on. You would be freezing within an hour. I like when they would say like, Jerry, you have to front the aisles where where you would take the, yeah, yeah. the products that mm-hmm. were. Uh, we used to call it block block the uh, oh, yeah. block the shelves. Yeah, you you pull the items yeah. up to the front of the make shelf. it look full. Yeah, then you grab one. Maybe nothing, nothing behind it. There's <laughs> yeah, nothing that, behind this. That's right. Look at you and me doing retail. Jerry, do you think this is fake news or real news? This is this has been published. I'm asking you if you think okay. this is a fake story right. or do you think this is a real story? All right. So this the, the this is a new a new segment called Fake News Sad, Real News Happy. Okay. Well, is it really happy news? No. Okay. But it's just not it's the opposite of fake news sad. Multiple sources, Jerry, of whom are not named, mm-hmm. told the athletic, of which you must pay to read it, that Urban Meyer had no idea who Aaron Donald was. I do not believe that. Quote, who's this 99 guy on the Rams? I think he might be a problem for Uh, us. No, I don't believe that. 
these sources also say that Urban Meyer was also unaware of who Debo Samuel was or who Jamal Adams was. Um, the Debo Samuel one I could see a little bit more, but I still don't buy it. He's a football junkie, and I know right. where I know he was in you know college and retired. I get all that. No way. I'm, fake I'm news. sorry, I don't buy that. Hey, I athletic fake news said. And then it also said that. like it was very toxic environment. Well, that we was a, that feel I, like is real. That bad doesn't fella. surprise me. Hundred percent. So, that makes sense. Bad year draft. You have Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Do you really? Mm. Yep. Interesting. I would think this is bad publicity for him. Right, that he didn't Even know. Even though I don't think it's real, are. I don't think it's real either. But it's. I'm still... sure Gio would just knock it down to whatever. I'm sure oh, give will. him two points. <laughs> no, no, this. No, I would say this is a bad story about him. <laughs> that sounds. This smells like a two pointer. <laughs> I would say that's uh, Eddie gets points for that for sure. All right, and then what do you make of this, Jerry? Is this uh, science or is this? Uh... I thought when you mentioned the athletic, I thought you were doing the Yankee story with the uh, sign stealing. I was very excited about that. Oh, is that athletic uh, also? I saw someone from the Athletic write right, about it, I got that, but I don't Jerry, think I saw this it's out in uh, I saw this in the New York Post, I believe. That uh, yes, I guess uh, they're going to make public. Yeah, a letter that Major League Baseball sent to the Yankees about the Yankees stealing signs. Mm, really, you're kidding? Yeah, the you're... judge, the judge says this is going to be allowed to be released. Now they say we're not going to see this until at least two weeks from right. now. I don't know why you just don't release it. What is yeah, the problem? What are now. we doing? You giving them time to form a defense? It says, uh, let's see. It says the letter's release will reveal any differences between what Rob Manfred has said publicly about it and his actual findings that were revealed in private. Now, let's play this out for a second. Okay. And I don't care if it's the Yankees. I don't care if it's the Cardinals. It doesn't matter to me if it's the Giants or the Dodgers. But everybody on the planet was so upset with the oh, Astros. Yes, Jerry. And I remember back at the back at the time saying, be careful what you say here. Because, you know, don't be throwing stones in a glass house. Right. If this comes out and they had legit evidence that the Yankees had their own little system, huh? Okay. They said part of the system was uh, the Yankees, you know, in 2017, they were busted for using the dugout phone. Improperly. Really? You're kidding. Right. How about that? Okay. Oh, it'd be so great. If I will reserve cheeks. judgment until yeah. we find out what is in the letter. Do you get this letter? Maybe it's nothing. I don't think it's nothing. Me neither. I think all of these teams have some sort of sign-stealing crap going on. Then what will the Yankee fans have to say? I think they should all shut up. They'll That's what ahead. I think. This, this will, they'll call in the go. My we, bad. We were aware that Astros, if they're doing it, and the Red Sox were using an Apple Watch. We got to do it just to stay competitive. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I've been a fan since 65. <laughs> that You had that call yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did. I know. Sports I know, resume. I know. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm looking that forward to hearing that. Me I too. I can't wait to read it. Me too. Now. I don't know if that's coming out in the athletic or it says publicly. So anyone. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, it'll out, be out there for anybody to see. As you would say, Jenny, Jerry, any Joe Schmo will be able to publish it. That is very true. <laughs> it's called you Jenny. Jenny. Yes, Alice. <laughs> it's it's Jenny and Alice in the morning. <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. I'm sorry. You were about to start a thing. You got me. Well, this I was, was all into the whole, that whole story. That is a good story. And you're right. I can't wait to, for it to come out. I hope uh, there's lots of cheating scandals. 
then people will be like, let's just move on. Everyone no, cheated. No, no, because then we can start taking steroid calls and Pete Rose calls. <laughs> Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? 877-337-6666. on the phone. Pittsburgh quarterback, and this is the, the college Pittsburgh, Jerry, not the uh, not the Steelers. Uh, Kenny Pickett. Somehow his hand size grew one-eighth of an inch from the combine to pro day. Yeah, he probably put a steroid needle on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was retaining uh, salt. Maybe. Maybe he had knows? a salted bagel in the I morning. I could not care less what? about the whole hand size thing. Stop. What if he somehow so took stupid. a vitamin to grow his hand one-eighth of an inch? That would be <laughs> What cool. would the vitamin be? A Flintstones gummy? Yeah, a Flintstones gummy. I know you like the gummies. I love a gummy vitamin. Although I'm told that they're no good because they contain uh, sugars and things to make it a gummy vitamin. Here's what I've learned. Everything we eat is not good. It's bad for you. Yes. Correct. I have my Propel water. I scan that. No good. <laughs> Propel water? Yes. No good. Well, why is that no good? Well, the flavored one. Oh, flavors. Of course. Because it's got... Uh, 17 ingredients I shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> good Lord. You're ingesting them right into your bloodstream. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. And now vitamins aren't good. Okay. How precise can these hand measurements really be, right? For an eighth of an inch? Come on. Can you play football or can't you? Here's what I would do. I'd, if I was playing against that guy, I'd slap, I'd slap at that ball constantly, but knock it right out of his baby hand. This is the problem with the combine, though. We get so wrapped up in the physical attributes of these players that last time I checked, there's a lot more that goes into it, like what's between the ears. And how much you process the game, how much you know the game. It's God, this stuff is so silly. Think of all the, you know, physical specimens that have been drafted and can't play a lick. Yes. I mean No what I would say if I was uh, playing against him though, I'd get you know how you trash talk. I'd be like, How's your baby hands doing today? Your little baby hands. And then when you throw a fastball right over his head for a first down, <laughs> shut your face. <laughs> So stupid. Hey, hey, Kenny, how's that little baby hand of yours doing? Boy, so tiny. You're a really tough trash talker. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, oh then I'd be like, your mama wears combat boots. Because <laughs> the if other that one wasn't ain't working. To him, yeah, if that wasn't getting to him, i go right to your mama wears combat <laughs> that boots. That worked the leg. <laughs> yeah, i work his leg, i work his baby hand, I'd injure him. <laughs> you want to see physical harm done to these guys. That's right. Oh, you're funny. All right, quick break, 25 in front of six. We got more baby hands for you, perhaps. I don't know. Um, and at some point, the Nets, because they had a pretty good win last night, although that'll be like five seconds and out. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So we're getting towards baseball season real quick. Yeah, Alan Jerry till 6 o'clock. We've got a uh, DeGrom. What's today, Tuesday? Today is Tuesday. Tuesday evening start. Yesterday had Max Scherzer. Did you see who got signed yesterday? Not by the Mets of the Yankees. I uh, saw one tweet thrown at me that just said Ollie P. Still going. Signed with the Diamondbacks yesterday. Ali Perez. Is that amazing? We thought he was finished years We thought he was finished ago. when he left the Mets. Think about that. He is still going. 
Man. God bless him. Doing... And if you can throw strikes as a lefty, you can pitch until you're 90. What's he like, a middle reliever at this yeah, point? Yeah, he's a lefty that's going to come in for a It's few... Ali P now. It's Ali P now. It's my son. Ali P. Ali P. My second favorite song, Cluster, next to Guess Who? Mike Who do you Pelfrey. think is my... No. Come on. Rex Ryan's sexy no. songs. No. I don't know. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. You were uncomfortable when he was here. Oh. Plaxico Burris. Yes. Plaxico Burris songs, by far the best work you've ever done. To me, Ollie P. Second. Well, then those, Rex. those songs were actually written by the listeners. I don't care who they're written by. You recorded them. They're tremendous. And I said I had to pl- play them right to his face. Yeah, yeah. In studio. And he was a good sport about he it. He was. Isn't it interesting how, <laughs> and it's not just Plexico Burris, take away the star player that goes on to either be a broadcaster, Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, guys like that. And then there are other ones that become broadcasters as well. Some, maybe not the star player, they become coaches. But think about guys that have these, Seven, eight, nine, ten-year careers, and they are like it for that that period, and then it's over. Yeah, and then like your interviews, then what happens? Everything like remember Jericho Cotchery from the Jets? Yes. Like he was legit their number two receiver for I don't know how many years, and he was a great dude. Where the hell is he these days? Like where is Plaxico Burris? Now? Right, that guy had a key touchdown in the Giants Super Bowl win over the Patriots. But he was a great player for them. He was great in Pittsburgh. Like he had a good to really good career. Where's he I don't at? know what he does now. Isn't it interesting? Yeah, very strange. Like okay. Darrell Revis. What's he doing today? No idea. You never hear from them again. No. It's pretty wild. They disappear. Yeah. A couple of uh media related things, Jerry. Number one, the Nationals and Orioles, their T V broadcasters are not going on the road. Now why is this? To start the season. You know they're actually using COVID as an excuse. Are they really? Well, yeah. Are they older men? I don't know who their broadcasters are. I don't know, Jerry. I'm know not sure. Gary Thorne used to do the Orioles, but yeah. I don't I don't think he does anymore. I'm not sure. Well, that's their T V broadcast. Now, as far as their radio broadcasts go, the national radio will go on the road. The Orioles will not for the entire season. No kidding. Yeah. Then we looked around. I got this off of uh, Awful Announcing, uh-huh. a terrific blog. Uh, Angels and Dodgers not traveling due to the broadcaster's preference. No kidding. Yeah. That's and, surprising to me. And Blue Jays radio is not traveling. Well, I don't know, but the Blue Jays one is tricky because of coming in and out of Canada. Yeah, that's a good point, Jerry. That one could be complicated. The other ones, wow. Angels and Dodgers, broadcaster's preference. Well, Charlie Steiner, I think he still does the Dodgers. Yeah. I believe they built a studio for him in his home because I think he's got some health issues. All right. So I think to me, to keep him as healthy as possible and away from it all, I don't know if he's still doing that. But wow, because I would think as a broadcaster, you, you'd need to be there. You would think so, but... No one seems to care anymore, Jerry. Well, I don't think that's true. Howie's gonna he's gonna travel. Broadcasters prep. Gary's gonna travel. Michael K, I think, is traveling. Get moving. Get back on the road. Susan wanna travel. Right? I would think so. I remember John complaining about not being able to be at stay. It's really it's hard when you when all you're when you are reliant on what the camera guy and the, the, the TV director or producer is showing you and you don't have your eyes all over, it's that's tough. You think Keith Hernandez likes to go on the road? 
because it's fun, mm. or you think he's such a homebody now with his cat? He just I'm going to say home. no because he's led a life on the road already, and plus I think he loves where he is. Probably not. So he probably would vote not to I go on the road. I think he would probably vote. Well, we could stay like home. He wouldn't be upset. Yeah, you can. Hey, Ron, you can take more road trips. I'm good. <laughs> I'll do all the home games. Right, or I'll do the road trips to uh, Yankee Stadium, Philadelphia, and Washington. The rest are yours. You can go to California and St. Louis for old times' sake. And St. Yes, and St. Louis. That's right. And then our old uh, friend and WFAN colleague, uh, Mike Francesa, is back in the news, Jerry. I saw this. I saw Brian Monzo last night, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. Were you meeting with them? Was this an interview? No, he plays cornhole in my league. Oh, he's in your cornhole league. Correct. All right. So Mike Francesa, now they say they're announcing this at 9 o'clock, but I have all of the information right in front of me. Yeah. Is uh, doing a new podcast with... Bet Rivers. Yeah. Who cares? That's based out of Pittsburgh, is it not? That I don't know, but that makes I think, sense. I think Bet Rivers Casino, their main area is Pittsburgh. For three rivers. Well, for whatever. I'm just saying, I think that's where they're based out of. So, yes, Brian Monzo is going to be producing. Yeah. You spoke with him last night. Is that, I did. Can you confirm this, Jerry? I, well, I congratulated him. He did say thank you. Okay. He <laughs> so, didn't say it's all nonsense. He, he said thank you. I said I read the article. I saw Barrett Sports Media had it. I said I read the article. I said congratulations. And uh, Bobby Valentine will be a weekly guest during nice. the baseball season. They always had a good relationship. Fiery sometimes. Is when, that right? They would yell at each other? When they were the manager? Well, it would get... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can remember that, Eddie. It would get a little contentious at times because Bobby was the type that wouldn't take crap and he's going to throw it right back at you. Buck Showalter seems like that type. Probably. Not going to take any gruff. Yeah, probably so. From you media punks. He's been around the block a little while. Sure has. He doesn't need to be bothered with it. Yeah. Do you think this is going to work? To what extent? I don't know. Millions and millions of downloads. I, I You know what? Number I, one. Pay me now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Uh, oh! <laughs> oh! I don't know. Oh, I, here's what I do know. He's yeah. got a pretty big gambling site behind it, which will have a built-in audience right to start. He's got his audience, if they're still interested. What's successful? You tell me, 100000 $100, dollars Put your money where your mouth is. That would be huge, I think, honestly. Okay. I think if you got 50,000 downloads, you, you're then it's a success. king of the world. I think he can do that. Okay. 100% I think he could do that. People do love gambling information. I mean, look at these things on you. I mean, and is it going to be something on YouTube? Right now it says it's just going to be just, an audio podcast, okay. but there could be potential for video later. Because I see like what Barstool does. I yeah. see. Now, I also know late to the game is another thing. But again, he's starting with a platform that's existing already and they've got a built an audience. Why not? Why not? It seems like the way we're going. You see what we do for digital around here. Yeah. Digital, Jerry. And how about this? Is Here's a story, Jerry, of the low of the low lifes. All right? That's what this topic is called. The low of the low lifes. The lowest of the low lifes. That's correct, Jerry. I'm, yes, the lowest of the low lifes. Demarius Thomas, Jerry, he passed away in December. Right? Man's passed away. People have broken into his home and stolen sports memorabilia including a signed Tom Brady jersey, a hyperbaric chamber. That How do you used... get that out of the house? Well, evidently this house had been, you know, sitting empty. Right. And the family hadn't cleaned it out yet. And three men were arrested. Some of them were just living there. They broke in and were living in Demarius Thomas' Why house. Why are you surprised by this? They're criminals for a reason. Because, like, this is the guy's, I would think, 
like you're in a, this uh, man's home. He's passed. So better to go rob someone in their home. No, but you got to just feel I, like. I know what you're saying, but they're criminals for a reason. Because they're scummy, filthy human beings. Demarius Thomas should have haunted them in that house. That's what I would have done. If that exists. Right. He could have. Guess what yeah. doesn't exist? What? That. They also stole, uh, he had some guns there and thousands in cash. He just has thousands in cash laying around that house. That family's got to go in there and, you know, I would get the house so. in, in order. Or at least hire someone to do it. Right. Maybe it was too And then soon. sell the property, yes. And then sell the property. The whole, the whole story stinks. But at least they got arrested. These Good. jerks. Put them in jail for a long, long time. That's what I would say. I say life imprisonment. And throw away the key. And toss it right out the door, Jerry, that key. All right, quick break. Kick it right Al into the river. his biggest story of the hour for next. That. It's KD. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he had a great game last night. KD did? He did. Have you seen? So so this is this is also from last night. Seth Curry rolls his ankle. We find out Ben Simmons has a herniated disc Good in job. his back. And Joe Harris basically had uh, surgery to repair a horrendous ligament situation in his ankle. Beyond that, the Nets did win, and they've won six of seven. But my God. And Kyrie still can't play. Awesome. Quick break. They're rolling. Yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. Another Limp Bizkit song. Yes, and I saw they debuted his uh, his new look for the, the new tour. It's very exciting. You into it? Yeah, I like him. I Tat like it up. Thirst. Well, he just he looks like a father. Let's go to the break. Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute, Matt Ryan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about 30 seconds or so. Al saved the biggest story of the hour for now. I don't know about that, Jerry, oh. but uh, you're a Phil Mickelson guy. He's going to uh, miss the Masters. He is, yes. Not first, surprised. First time since 1994. That's yeah. a long time ago, Jerry. That's a very long time ago. He's laying low with the stupid comments he made and I was, losing all his sponsors. I was moving from Indiana to Florida. That's how long ago the last time he... You probably pump a gas at the Gulf Station. I was in 1994. watching the Cowboys lose to the 49ers yeah. in the NFC Championship game that year. I had been at the station for five years, <laughs> and he was a veteran here already. I was almost here, but so, not quite. You know what's so weird? I've already forgotten Phil's comments. Like, I was like, "Why is he? What? What?" I think, and as time goes by, you'll forget even more. We forget. That's yeah. what you say, right? So We're just a time. blip on the. WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One New York, an Odyssey Station.